Welcome back from the desk of low. Now, the gentleman you see in front of me, man, very, very special to this near and dear thing we call hit hip hop now. Now, this platform is known for its Wu Tang interviews, but if you're from my generation, we missed out on the Wu Golden years. But in the early 2000s, we got a taste of what it was like. But with its own sound, fashion, this group forever impacted hip hop from the day they came onto the scene to the countless artists that came up under them. They're still making an impact today. This gentleman right here you see in front of me, man, was the glue that held the mighty, mighty set together, man. You might have heard him from his classic battle rap, one hell of a classic intro, or one of the most impactful, impactful albums ever. Or you might have known him from Purple City Bird Game. I got the one and only Two-Gun on, my man, from Casa. How you doing, my guy? Peace, man, peace, blessings. Man, first off, how you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm blessed. I can't complain. Man, 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 you've been actually on the roll lately, man. I see you on tour of Great Guard, man. But before we get on to that, man, as a fan, you know, of a media, you're a media appeal like myself, my brother. So I got to ask, we had like Lloyd Banks tune into your stuff. Man, if Lloyd Banks is watching your stuff, so on, I got to start this off. What happened to untrue Costage hip hop stories, man? I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Well, well, uh, <clears throat> I, I, it wasn't the the uncasted true hip hop story wasn't meant to be a permanent thing. It was just like a, uh, I'll say just like an installment, just to uh, keep keep my fans in tune <clears throat> what was going on in my life when I was in the industry in my early years, and it became so big that people still requesting it. So <clears throat> I think in like May June I'm gonna bring uncasted true hip hop stories back. But I've just been doing so many other things as far as like fashion and and movies and stuff like that. So I have fell back off the YouTube. But it'll be returning sometime this summer. I got some more stories I'm gonna tell. You know what I'm saying? But like you like I said, I just got off a tour with uh Great God and Rock Marcy, the Thin Golf Rock Marcy tour. And um I just been working, man. We also um at the same time working on the Snow Day the movie, which I star in. Which is written, directed, and shot by Great God himself. <laughs> man, I like to see so, you, Great God, man, because you know, knowing your history, man, your your story is one of a hell. You know, I I don't want to say you're like the Forrest Gump of hip hop. No, 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 no. We gotta have something more flyer than that. Let's say like like the Denzel Washington of hip hop. Let's say right now, because you're part of a lot of movements right now with Costa right now. So I gotta ask, what's it like? To and with Rock Marcy, you know, actually getting insightful with this new, you know, renaissance we like to see, man. Because, yo, you've been spinning bars forever. And it seems like with this new boom bap renaissance, it's kind of making a comeback. But it was always there. So I got to ask, how, how are you feeling about this new and day like Griselda and Rock Marcy? How do you feel about that? Well, I love everybody follows the music. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else pushing the culture. I got to thank my brother, Great God, for even bringing me back into the music because I was kind of done with music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was kind of done with it because, you know, the industry left me jaded with a bad taste in my mouth. Man. And uh, I think I sent, I sent him a clip because I was also on Dave East, um, No Place Like Home tour earlier this year. And uh, I think I sent Great God a clip of when I was on stage and the, uh, the response was crazy. And he was like, nah, this is what I need to see. What You see me? Um... You see, I got this shit popping right now. Come fuck with your big bro. 
So, you know, I thought about it for a while and then, you know, I just said, fuck it, I'll give this shit one more try. You know what I'm saying? And um, I got to thank that all the great God, that's my big bro, for the last 23 years, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> he, he he brung me out my shell. So I'm back, I'm back to here to kick some ass. I'm going to drop some classic projects, um, some movies, fashion, a lot of shit coming, um, coming y'all way from, from the God Squad. So look out for it. I'm also dropping a documentary, uh, shot and directed by a uh, great goddess called Uncasa. Un- Un- it's going to be called the uh, Antonio Wilder story. It's a documentary about my life. So it's going it's going to break down how I got in the game. You know, from from day one, it's a lot of shit people don't know about me. A lot of things that I did bring into the game that people don't know. You know, it's time to display that. You know what I'm saying? Now I have to ask: Would your last release, Vanilla Skies Three? Yeah, my last LP I dropped on Christmas Day of 2020 in a pandemic. That's the last project I, I dropped it was about three years ago. But I'm also about to drop a new project called Drug Dealer's Dream. Mm. And um, I'm also a part of uh, uh, the God Squad compilation. We just recorded a few tracks for that today. Ah. And um, it's about to get real spicy, man. It's about to get real spicy. We also gearing up for a non-city tour. Uh, great God tour. So we gearing up for that, rehearsing and uh, just making sure that our showmanship and our professionalism is on, on top tier this time around. Now, I always wondered if you considered your Vanilla Sky, I like how you said LP, LPs, because I always, cons- I don't, I, as a fan, you know, looking in, I always considered like, does he consider mixtapes or albums? Because every time I listen to one through three, it's like, damn, these are albums. So I just never actually knew if you considered them albums. Yeah, those ain't mixtapes. Those is albums. When I do mixtapes, I usually rhyme off of other people's beats, stuff like that. Those is my projects. But then let's got one, two, and three. I'm going to do a fourth installment. Then I'm going to close close out the uh, Vanilla Sky series and start the Drug Dealer's Dream series, which is going to go from one to four also. Now, I'm curious now, too, in this documentary that you have coming out, like, do you take us back to when you went by Bookkeeper? And like, do you have any of those battles on film? We going back. We going back as far as the day I was born. Oh, okay. We, we going to we going to my childhood. This is the real story from my childhood. How I became Uncasa. So this so is going. This, this is this is going to be something for the world to see. So would you consider like you know like because you probably have a lot of unreleased footage of you battling people that we have never saw now too like because I know that you know before like. You know, bookkeeper, you were in a group called uh, Triple R, Rough, Rugged, and Raw. So, do we get to see like a lot of that era in this documentary? Yeah, not. Uh, you'll have people from from that era actually talking about it. But when I was growing up, a lot of people really didn't document a lot of stuff, like as far as yeah. videotapes. I got some battles. I got some battles that's tape. People is probably lost tapes out there, but. I came from the battle era where it wasn't really even cool to put a camera in your face. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the stuff, I got some things, some documented stuff that people will be surprised to see. And, um, you know, we're going to go as far as back as we can. But um, my early battle days, a lot of that stuff was was just like uh, spontaneous on the spot. A lot of the stuff wasn't recorded. But I do have some lost footage of me and uh, French Montana and, Hell, Rattle, and uh, Fred the God when we was younger on Home 45th. So it'd be bits and pieces of stuff like that, too, also in the typical documentary. 
Now, like even back then now too, sorry if I get this label uh, name wrong too, because in 98, that was when you first signed to Bryce Wilson now too. I was just curious now too, what were the events leading up? Your research. Yeah, I was signed to Black Round Records, Barry Hankerson. Uh, that was um, Aaliyah's uncle. You know what I'm saying? That's Aaliyah's uncle. I was signed to, um, to Black Round. Due to staff change, the deal for fell through, so I can either uh, leave, I could either stay on the label and get put out whenever falls being shelved, or I could have left the label with the money I had and, and you know, oh, go on and do other things. So that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bryce Wilson, Barry Hankerson, rest in peace, Aaliyah. Shout out to Timberland, Magoo, the whole um, Black Round family at the time. Man, there was a lot of big names back then right now, too, man. You were around all that, too. So did you know that you know that you were going to make an impact in hip-hop just off that, you know, that one deal alone? Or did you know before that? Yeah, I knew, I knew since I was a little kid I was going to make an impact in hip-hop some type of way. Some t some type of way I knew I was going to make an impact. I'm, I'm very confident about my art, and I'm very confident about my brother's art. Great God, you know what I'm saying? I always looked up to him as an artist, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from him. He learned a lot from me also. You know what I'm saying? We learn from each other. So, I, you know, this time around, it's going to be nothing but raw hip-hop, the illest, the illest uh, visions of uh, far as videos. They're like the, 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 the videos and the movies is going to be incredible. That's all I can tell you. I'm not going to let the hat out the back just yet, but <laughs> yeah, I'm the, visuals, the visuals is going to be crazy. The music is going to be crazy. And I also have a, a fashion brand called Cranberry and Vodka. I'm also designing um, Great Gods merch too. You know what I'm okay. saying for for stores and stuff like that. So look out for that type of stuff. We just working. We working. Great God is editing our movie as we speak right now. So we working. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like even like with that, like do you think like with today, you know, everyone likes to like. I, Right now, I don't think, like, you know, yeah, people are listening to mainstream hip-hop now, too. But this underground, raw hip-hop sound is really making its way into the mainstream now, too. Do you think that when you come back onto the scene, it's going to be, like, what we wanted? Because a lot of people have been wanting you to come back for a long time. They're like, yo, where do you cross in this era? Man, who'll be killed in, in this era right now? It's going to be even better. It's mm -hmm. going. It was worth the wait. It's going to be even better. It's more aggression. Is is pure energy, you know what I'm saying? I'm smarter. I'm a little older. I'm a father now, you know what I'm saying? I look at uh, I got, got a whole different outlook on the game. I like I've learned. So now you know the things that I might have got took advantage of back then. It won't happen now. You know I'm more smart. I'm more wiser as a businessman. So so things is gonna be a much much different in in Falls music and which I've been missing, it's going to be better. It was worth the wait. I had to take time off to get my mental right. Of so course. for my return to be even better than before, you know? Because like it's like what you said now, too. You don't want to leave the game with a sour taste in your mouth. You want to actually come back and it's like, you know what? I love this right here, man. This is what I'm in it for right now. Because a lot of people don't know. Like, yes, you came on the intro of the Gypsy album, but a lot of people don't know that's by Kanye Westby right there, and there's two different versions. Yeah, I see you did I see you did your research. Yeah, I came in the game on the Kanye, Kanye Westby. Me and Kanye West, we go back some years, almost 20 years. You know, being um, due to uh, being signed the 1st and 15th, 
in Chicago with Lupe's return. Yeah, when I was living on the ship, Chicago. So, you know, um, he always showed me love. Kanye always showed me love. And for me to be able to come in the game on the Kanye beat is amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's just something in my uh, my resume that I'm very proud of. When I, when, you know, when you go to the Diplomat album and you look in the credits and they say Cameron, Giles, Antonio Wilder, and Kanye West, that's like, that's, that's like a, a highlight of my career, you know what I'm saying? So I always, some of the Diplomat intro is always going to be something close near and dear to my heart. Shout out to the Diplomats, Cam Wells, Freaky Zeke, and Jim Jones. Shout out to them. Now, like, I understand, like, when you, like, this is how things come full circle in life now, too. You went and bought the Double XL with that one of M, Dre, mm-hmm. and 50 on it, too. And that's how you found out how you were on the intro right now, too. But what happened after? Mm-hmm. Like, did you go buy it? I was like, yo, I got, you gotta go listen to this right now. I was curious about that because you, you said that, but you never said what happened after. Well, um, I never got signed. I never was an artist on Diplomats. I never got signed a Diplomat. You know what I'm saying? Um, me, me, Shice, Bub, and Aguilar, we started Purple City Productions like in 02, 03. And um, we wound up getting a, a recording deal for that. But um, it's always been, it's always, it's always been, that's always been funny because people always, um, you know, call me a diplomat, but I've never been actually signed to Dipset. You know what I'm saying? I never was an artist on Dipset. I was just like a, you know, I guess a family member. You know what I'm saying? I was around since the beginning, since they started to, to run as Dipset. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like I always salute Cam, and I'm grateful for the things I was a part of. But I was never really a member of uh, Diplomat far as paperwork. I was just like, I say, uh, like a family member, you know? That's it. Because, like, one thing so I always notice about you now, too, your loyalty is one that's very hard to find now, too, because we never really got an Acosta solo album under Dipset, but we still had Purple City and all these other classics. But all this other time, you always were loyal to the set. That's very hard to find in the somebody you like. Like, even, like, even when, even when, uh, I stopped working with Shice. I always kept it in the diplomat family. You know what I'm saying? It's never been, I never went to like G unit or I never went to yeah. like Rough Rider. I always stayed in to my family, you know, you know, cause I always looked at Dipset as one big family, whether it was Purple City, whether it was Skull Gang, it was the same family. We just, you know, uh, switched gears, I should say, you know what I'm saying? We went through different stages. You know what I'm saying, and I always been like in like in a crew, but with with being a part of uh God Squad, it's like you gonna get to actually see like solo Ancasa, like not smack dead in a group or nothing like that. I'll be yeah. on combination albums and stuff, but I'm a solo artist now. I'm not gonna be in a group. You know what I'm saying, stuff like that. That's what we always. So, want. Yeah, I'm gonna, get... I'm gonna lie. That's what we always. That's yeah, what you know, I, I've never. Uh, unfortunately, I've never got to put out a solo album under Diplomats, and I, but I have I have a lot of solo projects out. You can go get uh, Another Sky, One, Two, Three, uh, The Wait Is Over, um, The Casa Collection, The uh, the Best of Uncasa. It's, it's a few Uncasa projects you can actually go out there and get. So, But I've never dropped a mainstream album, but all that shit is going to change this year. So, um, 
Look out for the Drug Dealer's Dream LP coming real soon. Look out for the Snow Day movie coming real soon. Look out for the God Squad compilation real soon. And we got a couple of uh, we got a couple of surprises for you. I ain't gonna uh, let everything out the box, but um, shit, you might be seeing some might be seeing some uh, Rock Marcy on Casa real soon. So, so I'm gonna ask you now too. The very first time you ever heard of Rock Mercy. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the very first time like you ever heard of Rock, like Mercy Arnold's production? Uh, I, I I've been a Rock Mercy fan since he was running around with uh Busta Rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, flip mode. Yeah, when he was around with Flip Mode and his latest his latest stuff uh. My brother, uh, Great God, put me in tune. You know, me and me and me and Great God is closer than what people think. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he puts me in tune with a lot. You know, I've always been in tune with Rock Marcy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like recently I got to really kick with him and build with him. And you know, by the graces of God, I, I hopped on the tour with Great God. And you know, it's like I said, like I ain't gonna let everything out the back. But it's that it, it might be a situation when you see a uh, Uncasa project on Pimpire. Oh shit! Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Because I seen you in this one pic that got great guard posted, and Bully, the whole room just crowded, but you and Bully James just building on the couch right there. I was like, I wonder if they talked about a collab. Yeah, uh, yeah, we got it's a uh, great guard on Castle Bully James collab cooking up as we speak. I think did you send that out to Bully today? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Bully is. About to do his verse now, so yeah, you're gonna see Great God, Boldy James, Uncasa. This new Renaissance of rap, we the we the we the forefront of it. Believe that, and it's just gonna get you. Ain't seen shit yet, bro. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't even get the best of the Great God yet. Still snowing is on its way. <laughs> like I said, y'all, we gearing up. We gearing up. All I can say is put on put put on your fucking seatbelt because it's gonna be a fast ride. Fast ride. Did Great God have to convince you somehow to actually, you know, come back into this new wave of music? Yeah, he had to. Yeah, yeah, he convinced me. He definitely did. He wasn't taking no for an answer. He said, <laughs> he said, I don't. He was like, you got too much talent for that shit to just dissolve like that into thin air. Come on the road with me. Come, come, like niggas asked about you. Like niggas still love your music and. I just went out on the road with him for a few days and the reception was crazy. So he was like, you, you going to give up all this? These niggas love you, son. You going to give up all this? You going to give this up? Like, I still go through the mall. It don't matter what state I go to, people will stop me, want to show me love, give me my flowers. So I was like, you know what? I owe them. I owe them, I, I, I owe them that. So these are the people that I'm doing it for. So yeah, the, the reason that Uncasa returned to the music business is because of Great God. Definitely. He definitely persuaded me to get back to doing what I do best, crushing microphones, killing stages. You know, one thing I noticed now, too, as a fan of you, you were throughout my junior high, my high school years, my college years. So, you know, paying attention to your career for, you know, half my life, you know, I noticed that Skull Game era. You worked for that. Uh -huh. I remember there was a time where you said that you, you all worked together straight for two years. 24 hours straight on songs. But I remember being as a fan, downloading that mixtape. Then I remember going to the store, buying that album, 
And I ain't gonna lie, Carter, I was still a fan of it, but I kind of felt ripped off, man, because, you know, it was the same songs, just one different one. So I mean, what happened was, so what happened was, the Skull Gang album that was, to, to keep it real, Joel's never did his, his verses on the songs. Mm. We, we, we had, well, like, I don't know what was going on at the time, but else he never finished his he never finished his songs on the album, and they wound up putting the same album out. You know what I'm saying? We had the album that we wanted the world ahead. It wound up getting erased, or the hard drives wound up getting damaging from a raid in Joel's studio. But uh, he didn't. He didn't. He he didn't finish uh, his verses in time for the album. You know they was rushing. You know what I'm saying? So Koch and Alan Grumblad and everybody they they wound up just putting that album out anyway. They ain't want to lose no money, so they just wound up putting the same album out from the mixtape, which was disappointing. I didn't even go to none of the press um, conferences because of that, because I was real disappointed because. Like I said, we is in the studio uh, putting that album together for like three years, like three winters, three summers, three yeah. springs, three falls, back to back. We is in the studio, damn near twenty four hours a day. It got, it got, it got to where the work ethic got so crazy to where he had to build a shower in the studio. So, like, but I wish I, I wish the world could have heard the. Uh, we recorded over three hundred songs for the Skull Gang album. Because I remember yep. that was one group I really wanted to blow because I was such a huge fan of Depp. I was a fan of rap. Hell, I even like Star, man. I remember the Star record, Rockstar was your record. Yeah, everybody was kind of, me and Jewels put Skull Game together. Like Depp was, like Depp, Johnny Depp, he was handpicked. He was brought through by Slow Bucks and Queens. You know, uh, shout out to Slow and Bucks. They brought uh, Depp through Star was introduced to us through my man Sugar J and Chubby Baby. And um Rab went to Rab actually was roommates with um Joel's brother twin in college. And Rab was always around since since the uh ever. So when we put the skull game thing together, you know, he was just like a perfect ficker. We wanted like to have like uh uh like a variety a variety of artists, we wanted to have the South, we wanted to have Queens, we wanted to have Harlem, we wanted to have the R&B, and you know, it was just I like, it was, it was like some new death row shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We actually had, we actually had recorded a whole album called East Coast Chronic, that was kinda like a, a like a, a dedication to the Chronic album, but we just, you know, we had got all West Coast beats, and I think Dr. Drake actually got to hear some of it when he was working with Diplomat, but those that's some of the projects that got wiped out due to the uh, hard drives getting damaged and stuff like that. Like I said, we had over three, four hundred songs. I I probably lost over a hundred solo records by by itself. So you know that was kind of discouraging too, like seeing years of work just vanish oh. into thin air. So. Yeah. But then that's what made when once that happened, that's what made me go hard with the Vanilla Sky projects. I started just recording, recording, recording because I was like, "Yo, damn, 
it was kind of like depressing losing all that music. I'm talking yeah. about great shit. Like, like, I done lost niggas' careers. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Niggas' careers that's popping out and lost that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had a bunch of R&B records that I wrote, lost. Bunch of auto-tune. Like, when I was doing the auto-tune shit and melodic shit, nobody wasn't doing it. It wasn't no A-boogies. It wasn't no Futures. Yeah, yeah. Wayne was hardly oh, doing it. You know? you know what I'm saying? So when when I start, when I start seeing all the melodic music come out, I was just like, fuck. I was like, damn. I know I, I, I'm a person that helped start this genre because niggas wasn't doing it. And when I was recording it, Jewels used to always ask me, yo, why are you making all these melodic records talking about girls and this? And I said, yo, this is where hip hop is actually going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I already seen the shift. You know, I'm a boom bap type of nigga, but I always seen the shift. So when the shift came and I just thought, I was like, see, I told you. Now it was a bunch of A boogies and futures and little oozies and, you know, melodic is the thing, you know. But now we're in an era where you gotta rap. We getting back to lyrics, you know, lyricism, you know what I'm saying? Hard beats, lyricism, concepts. Where it hooks, should be at. You know what I'm saying? Where it should be at, you know what I'm saying? You got you gotta you gotta salute guys like Griselda. Shout out to them, you know what I'm saying? But everybody know that me and Great Godfathers upstate hip hop, we like the Mount Everest, you know what I'm saying? We 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 like the Mount Rushmore of this shit, because we the forefathers of this. You know what I'm saying? We're definitely the forefathers of this upstate hip hop. I'm a Harlem dude, but I repped the three gun five like I like I was born and raised here. This is my, my second home. I've been coming to Syracuse for the last 22, 23 years of my life. So this is definitely my second home. I definitely rep it also. Rest in peace, Stunt Mendoza. You know what I'm saying? We 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 definitely opened up the gates for people to respect hip hop music that's coming from upstate, Buffalo, Albany, Rochester, and Syracuse. Because in the early days, yeah, because in the early days, it wasn't no outlet for those rappers, and we gave those MCs the outlets because we had the outlet. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to be a part of a, a Dipset, Purple City mixtape. You know what I'm saying? And we was doing a lot of those features for free. You know what I'm saying? We was doing a lot of people like a lot of your favorite new underground boom bap artists was getting free verses. I've been doing songs with 38 Special 20 years ago. You asked 38 Special who was first who the first guy from Dipset that ever gave him a verse on the arm. He gonna tell you me. And I met him through Great Guard 20 years ago, and a little ran down hole in the wall studio when I was super lit. You know what I'm saying? I never had no ego. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know, uh, I noticed that. Yeah. I always, uh, you know, I was always reachable. I always, you know, fuck the artists. I just want to see people blow. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see people do good. And if I can help that, I would. You know what I'm saying? But now, it's um the game is a little different. You know, it's on the return of lyricism, and you know, I'm here to uh, you know, display that. I'm one of the greatest MCs that ever touched the mic. You know what I'm saying? People call me a legend, but you know, uh, you feel like a I legend? still got work to do. Huh? Do you feel like a legend? Do I feel like a legend? Yes, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I don't never call myself a legend. I let the people do that. Mm -hmm. So when the people calling me a legend, I'm a legend. I'm not gonna call myself a legend. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just not on it like that. But if, from where the legend is in this rap shit, yeah, I'm that. You know what I'm saying? And I got a, I still got a long way to go. I'm still young. I'm 43 years old. 
that's not okay. old at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm very seasoned. Like I said, I'm more intelligent. I'm more smarter. I'm more equipped. You know what I'm saying? So things that I was probably um, naive about as a youngster, I'm, you know, I'm just more in tune with now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm more, like I said, I'm a father, so I'm totally different in that aspect because now it ain't no freebies. Everything, everything I do, I got to get paid for. You know what I'm saying? If they want, if you want Uncasa, you got to pay for it. Ain't nothing free. Nothing. So, like, even with this now, too, I always notice now, too, things come full circle for you because it's because of your heart and your soul. That's why things come full circle for you. Yeah, I, yeah, I got a pure heart. I love heart. You know what I'm saying? I was raised by women, and um, I just always had some, I just always was taught to have unconditional love. You know what I'm saying? Even for your enemies, pray for your enemies too. You know what I'm saying? I don't got no ego. You know, I'm very confident. I know a lot of people can't fuck with me and my crew. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can't fuck with Great God. They can't fuck with me, Sammy G, Just One. We was born to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? We gonna show y'all this time around that we here to stay. And, you know, we gonna, we gonna um, push the culture where it need to be. You know what I'm saying? Have it ain't you, no competition out there. We just working. Have you ever considered, like, a name change? A what? Like a name change? Have you ever like you know how two? I always refer to two chains. Like you know, you know how two chains did. Like he went by Teddy Boy, and he went with two chains. Like, yeah. Considered like well, doing well I'm always gonna be. Career? I'm always gonna be. I'm always gonna be Uncasa. But when I do records with God Squad, my name is Jim Star Tony. So it's definitely a different identity. Mm. It's definitely coming from a different perspective. Okay, I like that. It's now. more edgy. You know what I'm saying? Jim Star Tony, but um, yeah, it's always gonna be on Casa. On Casa's uncut raw, you know what I'm saying? On Casa's United Niggas kill all stereotypes in America, and I feel still like I'm still killing stereotypes that people put upon me. So I'm never gonna go off to where I'm gonna reinvent myself to where you ain't gonna know it's me. Yeah. But it's always, you know, everything, you know. Mm. I, I work hard. I, I I put in I've I've worked too hard just to uh kill the Uncasa persona off, you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Of course. I, I put in too much work with this name, so this the uh, Uncasa is here to stay. But it's definitely gonna be some um some monikers that people are definitely gonna also know me by, you know. People been calling me the Crayon Man Rockstar just because of my colorful fashion sense. I know the Cranberry Bob very fine. You know, you know. Me and Great God been talking the drug talk forever, so you know, it's a it's a different identity from Uncasa to Jim Star Tony. Jim Star Tony is straight trap, straight darkness, griminess, hard hitting. You know, it's talking about the underworld like no other. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's where I started from, from the underworld of the streets. So is 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 uh a reflection of what I've been doing when I see every day, you know what I'm saying? So when, when you hear when I, when you hear age, you gotta think yeah. like kids came in like those kids when you first started out there was kids like just being born now too and then they they may get in tune from the Griselda movement fighting great guard and then you find you under that new alias Jimmy so it's like and then they become your biggest fan after that now too now too so have you ever considered that now too it's like damn like. I can find like a whole new fan base now too, but still keep. Yeah, it is. It's, it is like a breath of fresh air. It's like it's it's fans out there 
it's people that know Ancasa and they just know me for acting because I did the Brooklyn Way web series. There's people that oh, that just that's a fan of me acting and just realizing I'm Ancasa from the dipset. You know what I'm saying? So it's always been like that. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely like I got a new group of fan base that didn't even know I rapped. Like I got fans that's 65 that don't know I rap. They only know I act. So now that I'm reinvented myself as the new one and improved and revived Uncasa, aka Jim Star Tony, uh, it's just a breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Everything, everything is different. It, you know, you know, it, it, it's 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 definitely you're gonna definitely get a whole different outlook and impactful uh perception of who Uncasa is from totally from the dipset days. Like I'm totally on my own now. It's totally this is my train. I'm running the train. I'm driving the caboose. I'm not a part of, you know what I'm saying? I'm a boss now. You know what I'm saying? I like how you said that too. You're leaving the dipset train because it made me just think of this right now. Would you consider your outro on diplomatic ties like your like the kind of goodbye? Because we're never gonna get an out dipset out. Yeah, it was the intro and it's the outro. And that was my farewell as being attached to the dipset, you know what I'm saying? I I, I did. So that's what definitely that's what the outro was. It was like I it was like a beginning and an ending, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's and like, I'm grateful for that. It's like the Star Wars trilogy now too, because there's always three installments now too. So you're in the very beginning, and you're coming at the very end. So how did like that intro like come together? Like, is there a story behind that? The outro. Oh, okay. The outro. Yeah, we know the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't want to ask about that. I was curious about the outro. Oh, the outro. Oh, well, the outro came about. Um, I had got a DM from Jewels, and um, he was like, um, we doing this new Diplomat album, and um, I want you to do the outro. I mean, I want you to, we want you to do the intro to the new Diplomat album, but the Trav already did the intro to the album. So I was like, you know what? I'll do the outro. It'd be like the beginning and the end. You know what I'm saying? Y'all heard me open the album and y'all heard me close the album. So, you know, Jewels, he DM'd me. Um, DJ J Arms did that beat. And I went to Jewels' crib. Um, studio in his crib in his mansion in Jersey, and I recorded that like in fifteen minutes. And I was like, the only if you if y'all uh listen to the Diplomatic Ties album, I'm the only original Dipset member on there. You don't hear no Jr. no Hellrell or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only one that actually was on the album. You know, so um, like I said, I thank them for even giving me the opportunity. Like shout out to the set. But that's how the album was, uh, how that song was actually put on the, the last Diplomat album. Jewels, he invited me to a studio session. I did the song in 15 minutes and they put it on the album. Now, with, now with this new era too, a lot of people don't have hooks. You can literally just get your bars straight off now too. Now you being a veteran now too, with this new music you are coming out with now too, can we ex expect you just to get straight your bars off? Or can we expect like songs? You gonna get straight bars. You gonna get hooks. You gonna get um concepts. You gonna get melodic. You gonna get heartfelt. You gonna get ratchet. You gonna get every part of me. It's not gonna just like uh God Squad. We actually make music. 
You know what I'm saying? We got the stuff that got hundred bars, no hooks. But if you if you follow us, you always if you follow our career, you always know we always uh do traditional songs, hooks, dope beats, concepts. So ain't gonna be too much uh perspective for us, perspective wise, ain't gonna be too much of a switch up. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get fucking fire. Oh, I got right there. What's up, IJ? What's up, God brother? Fire is what you're gonna get. Yeah. We run around, we selling extinguishers this summer. That's it. <laughs> What's good, God brother? Yeah. Like I told y'all, I'm closing the great garden with niggas stink. You know what I'm saying? That's my big bro for real. You guys ever consider becoming a duo? We've been a duo. We already. No, 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 like, no, no, like, I mean, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you the God brothers, you know, but having like something else fly to it. Yeah, look, like as I say, I can't let everything out that bag. Pay attention. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're jumping ahead. Okay. Yeah, just, just, I can't give y'all everything. I gotta wait. Well, yeah. Anyway, you so yeah, you. We appreciate your time, man. Yo, we just want to let you know, man. You know, you ain't gonna call yourself a legend. You a legend. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Like I said, um, look out for the gods, the God Squad uh, compilation LP coming. Look out for uh, the second installment of Snow Day, which is called Still Snowing. Uh, look out for uh, the Snow Day, the movie starring me, uh, Poppy, the Coke Connect, and um, God, uh, Great God. And we got, we got, we got, come on, like, we got some surprises. Like, you asked about Bodie James. Bodie James is actually in the God Squad uh, movie. You know what I'm saying? He's in the uh, movie. Lil Bo, his son, Lil Bo. Uh, Jack is in the oh, movie. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Detroit, they showed us a lot of love when we stopped in Detroit. So shout out to Bodie James and, you know, and uh, Bo Jack and all the Detroit boys out there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, 227. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we need to get so God in New Casa, y'all. Yo, let's just pre let's just say right now, y'all, you're going to get New Casa and Stove God. Man, we God. Stove, we've been working with Stove Gods since. Wait for years, man. Since he went by Aaron Cooks, I bet on A Train. Yeah, back then, you know, he used to be in the studio when he was a young boy. But you know, shout out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But like I said, all everybody, what all y'all need to know is to uh, stay tuned to this God Squad uh, compilation album, Snow Day the movie, still snow, um, still snowing. God's uh, uh, great God's second installment to the uh, classic. Uh, mostly acclaimed, highly acclaimed hip hop album. Like I ain't gonna lie, that 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 Snow Day is an instant classic. If y'all don't got it, go down. Buy it. It's on Apple Music. It's on uh, titles on all streaming platforms. So go get that. And we still got those hundred dollar bricks. I was gonna say, yo, hit my mouth for the bricks. Yeah, call us for the bricks. We still have the bricks. We still have the bricks. We still have them. And um. I said, man, I appreciate y'all. Uh, all we doing tonight is um, editing and shooting scenes. We're going to shoot some scenes tonight for the uh, Snow Day movie and edit. You know, as we shoot, we edit the same day so everything be put together the right way. You know what I'm saying? We don't, God, uh, great God don't sit on the work. So we shoot it today. Say, say we shoot five in the afternoon by 11 that night, it's already edited. You know what I'm saying? So just know that we're working and um stay tuned. Y'all, y'all stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned and, and and look out. 
it's going we going to we we going to have some announcements real soon but look out for this non city great guard tour it's actually going to be called the real Yanir tour you know okay okay that's going to be okay. Come and tell Great us who you, you. So we have the newest yeah. member of the God Squad. Man, they've been down for a long time. I got the one and only, everyone. El Casa, welcome back on the Great show. Thought, Great 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 uh, he's bringing Hell Rell on tour, too. So he's bringing me oh, and Hell Rell yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So look out for that. Like I said, I ain't supposed to let that out the hat yet. <laughs> we appreciate it, though. He's just giving y'all a couple of things to stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned and... Uh, uh, Look out for this Mass Man Poppers. We also have the in the cannabis business. You know what I'm saying? Mass Man Poppers coming to a dispensary real soon. I got the Untouchable Gumbo out. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so look out. Smoke cookies, man. I'm going to have to smoke some of your own shit, man. Shit. Yeah, like look out for that Mass Man Poppers to a dispensary uh, near you real quick. And, um, you know, uh, Give me your air. Uh, give me a, a, a air dress, and I'm gonna get you some of that uh that untouchable gumbo and the untouchable gumbo merch. I'm gonna send you a care package so you can see what that's hitting for. Appreciate you, Acosta. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome back. You're everyone. Everyone, give it up for Acosta, man. Salute, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, Snow Day, the movie coming very soon. Second installment to Snow Day is still snowing. God Squad, uh, compilation, Uncasa. Drug Dealer's Dream album coming soon. Peace. I love y'all. Stay tuned, man. God Squad.